And uh, welcome to the We Are Sacramento Podcast. This is episode 54, and I'm here with... Jake Man 23. Boss Ass Marty. Mr. Miles Jolly. And I am Mario Lopez. And yeah, 54. 54. All right, we're almost 55. Yeah, we're some old ass motherfuckers. Yeah, man. So uh, let's take care of business. We are brought to you in part by Oak Park Room Company. If you're down with OPB, you yeah, know, you know me. That's right. They're open every day. They open from 12 to 8 p.m. They close sharp at 8 p.m. given regulations, and now it's mandated that you wear your mask. Um, I know the rule is if you're sitting down, you're obviously eating, consuming food, you don't have to wear it. But if you're standing up having a conversation, you have, you must have your your mask on. I learned that shit yesterday. So wow. good to know. Um, also, we are brought to you in part by MXL Mics. If you have a podcast or are thinking of starting a podcast, look them up, MXLMics.com. We sound good. And according to Marty, we also look good. Hell yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's shout out some of the stuff that we do, too, that we support. Um, oh, well, let me shout out Hella Hollow. Uh, Hella Hollow uh, underscore sack. They do the Filipino treat. Um, it's a milkshake and ice cream and ice cream. and No, it's not a milkshake. I don't know. Mm. It's, it's fucking good. How do you good. categorize it's, it's it? It's ice cream, oh, no. yo. It's ice cream. It's like ice cream. With shaved ice. With shaved ice. With ube ice cream, Shaved ice. Perfect. Shaved ice. Shaved ice. And then it has and like fruit, right? Fruit. Little yep. on top. And boba. Yes, boba. Some of them do. Some don't. Some of them do. Some but them they have the, the... Mochi. Mochi, yes. So... They got the hollow cold. In any fruit. event. They got the... Oh, the coffee one. Yeah. Oh, the alley. So in any so event, they different. They different. right? They different, but it tastes good. So in any event, it's nacho lolas. Go, it's nacho lolas. Hella hella. In any event, we need it right now, and we love it. So go check them out at their Instagram again. It's hella hollow underscore sack. Um, so podcast that we produce here at We Are Sacramento is Love Ball Society. Go check them out by Kaomi Hall based on a book that she wrote. Learn how to forgive yourself. You did something fucked up. Mm-hmm. Don't feel guilty for 10 years. Learn how to forgive yourself. You forgive deserve yourself, it. Man. Shit. Shit, I did lots of fucked up things. You know what I mean? I've done a lot of fucked up things that I forgive myself about. So, And <laughs> hey, I felt man. great. But after the fact... You gotta forgive yourself. You gotta forgive yourself. <laughs> I mean, it's not only good to forgive other people, but also forgive yourself. You know, we Absolutely. all make mistakes. Um, another one that is uh, just came out is called Positively Growing. Um, and it's with Kayla Chu, uh, really smart, great language and, uh, um, good positivity. Uh, so go check her out on all your podcast, um, apps. And then another one that it's, uh, with, uh, Marty's homeboy is word is bond. Yep. Word is bond and bond is the word. <laughs> there you go. Go check them out. But where are they at? They're on every They're, podcast. Um, yeah. So let's just go to Instagram and go click the link yeah. in their bio. Um, yeah. their Instagram name or their handle is at word is bond. Um, and they had actually just started back up again. So you'll catch a few new episodes on yep. their, um, streaming platforms. And they're also on the YouTube I've seen, I think. Yeah. They are they on the YouTube. The, yeah, they live. are on the YouTube. So they record their videos. Um, do it. Their episodes live, so you will catch actual video edits there um, on YouTube, which is actually pretty awesome because you get to see the faces and kind of yeah. you know yep. get to know them a little better. So if you Good want, you can catch me on one of the episodes. I think mm-hmm. it's episode two. Your episode two. Yep, yep your episode two. two. Saw that one. That was a good one. Um. So yeah. So let's get down to the business. So. We got a pretty good topic, so we're gonna bring it up a little bit later. Um, so my rant is on everything that I kind of witnessed throughout the whole time of the movement that has started, and I have my complaints and I have my my um, my thoughts on things. Though what I am going to say is not a reflection of people individually and what they do to go through things, but it's a general sense of how society deals with things. 
And it's unfortunate that we're only reactionary and we're not proactive. Oh, yeah. So here is how it goes. I named it my piece. I named it, <laughs> Did You Do the Work? Ooh. So it goes like this. You were filled with disgust and discourse. You put on the shirt. You put on your boots. But did you do the work? You made a sign, a cool blanket statement. But did you do the work? You marched. You screamed for equality. But did you do the work? Your sign not relevant for you're on your way home. As if you knew no one's looking. Ooh. But did you do the work? Did you do the work? Your business is a notable billboard of support. But did you do the work? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I die every day. Yeah. It upsets you how crude the reality of life is for people like us, but did you do the work? Preach. We can yell, we can be upset, we can cry, we can march, we can even burn cities down if we must, but did we do the work? So I wrote that on a, on a slant yesterday because just everything that I've been seeing. So the, so my reason for saying this is not, it's not to be critical of ourselves or, or judgmental in, in the negative way. I am just saying that we need to stop looking at things as a reactionary and start being more proactive before something happens. Oh, like yeah. the reason yeah. dentists exist, mm-hmm. it's not for Good you, example. you know, it's yeah, for right. you to be proactive in what could happen and prevent things in the long run. Oh, yeah. Um, orthodontists are people that take care of the shit if you didn't go to the dentist yeah. like you were supposed to. Or if you just were born with some fucked up shit. Right. You know what I mean? But for the most part, <laughs> yeah, right? I, I was. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was you know? too. Yeah, but so. for the most part, a dentist is a preventative. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what I mean did we do the work is, you know, I know we like to focus on the primary um, elections, like say presidential elections, but like when's the last time someone voted for a mayor? Yeah. yeah. So ask yep. yourself for that question. When's the last time you voted for a city council person? Yeah. Yep. When's the last time you voted for a for a any, sheriff? Or any of the measures. Uh, or any of the measures that are locally that are locally passed. When's the last time you went to a city uh, to a town hall meeting where that Absolutely. are done at that are done at night right after you get off of work and that's done purposely so that Absolutely. you don't so that so that you don't attend. So you need to be more vigilant about when and how things happen in your city. Absolutely. Um, and that is what I mean. Did we do the work? Yes, we have to be upset. Yes, we have to march. Yes, we have to make signs. Yes, we have to cry. Yes, we have to be imp- angry. Be angry and burn shit down if we have to. Don't agree with it. But if you have to and that's what you feel like you got to do, then shit, that's, do, that's what you got to do. Yeah. But at the end of the day, did we do the work? Yeah, we did so, the work. Um, I love that, actually. That was and my rant. To kind of like go off go of that, ahead. you know, I always got something to say. <laughs> um, so right now, I'm kind of seeing firsthand. You guys all know, and I, I think the listeners know that I do volunteer for yeah. uh, every Saturday for yeah. the past year and a half or so, about a year now. Right. Um, and um, I've been volunteering and, and giving back to our community. So this right. is before we kind of mm-hmm. seen everything going Go on, crazy. you know. Yeah. So what we're seeing firsthand is um, we always need help. So this is just kind of a, a disclaimer. If you guys are interested in giving back, you guys want to stand up for your city mm-hmm. constantly, 365. Um YXP can definitely you guys use your assistance uh, while we are during the COVID um, era, I should call it. Uh, yeah. We are doing a drive through um, distribution. So what we've been doing is like getting all these bags situated with essential goods and things that um, different um households can use that they may need extra support in. And like yes. I, I, we have hella shit like food, yes. clothes, um, 
donate like foods, clothes, like random household items, cleaning necessities. Um, anyway, so this coal, we call it a coalition coalition, sorry, mm-hmm. because there's so many different business owners that are, um, gathering and actually, you know, coming as one. Anyway, mm. what we're seeing firsthand is that everybody right now is, you know, really ready to stand, uh, really ready to give back, really ready to support. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, hey, come, come, you know, come, come through, come, through, come in, you know, come. Yeah, let's do it all year. Um, it's just I feel like right now a lot of people are standing for obviously what they want to stand for yeah. um, and what they're seeing. Mm-hmm. is you know the change right so people are protesting so they want to be a part of that big protest however there's a whole nother side of that where yeah. you go outside let's be real you're making noise yeah. but you can make noise with you just standing by yourself supporting mm-hmm. the community you know so right. i'm so glad that you wrote that because that's a big topic right now yeah. um and i feel like the people, noise doesn't have to be loud it doesn't have it to doesn't. be loud you there's this video by black zebra mm-hmm. that actually um showed I wish I remembered his name, but it was an individual that went uh, that went to the council meetings mm-hmm. two years ago when uh, they killed Stefan Clark. Oh yeah, the white boy. No, uh, no, the, man, I stand him too. Like that yeah. is awesome. I know who you're talking like, about. He told one of them. He is a black guy. Yeah, he told one of them the fuck. He's like, no, fuck you. Yeah, like, yeah. He's I've, a black guy, and that, yeah. and he also said, fuck you. I told you this shit was gonna happen. Yep. You guys are a fucking disease. You guys need to fix it before it gets bad. And came back. Two years later, and told him, and about told him he I said, told "I you. fucking told you guys this, and you're sitting here, you know, not listening to us. Yeah. You guys aren't doing your job until it's actually fired." He was like, "And I told you you're gonna hear from us." And Steinberg yeah. sits there, okay, sir, your time, your time's up. up, and he's like, "No, listen to me, my time's, up. you know, like, yeah. respect to him." But my point of it is, it's a lot more than just going yeah. out with you know people in. So even to reiterate what what Marty's saying, I think sometimes people think that like. I hear there's a lot, like becoming part of the system to fix it from within. I don't always think that's the right measure for our people to do because sometimes our own people turn against us when they, because everyone starts off with ideals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then once you're in that monster of that it is politics, you got to become a bit of a realist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Otherwise, you'll get eaten up alive and you can't even do half the shit you wanted to do. Absolutely. So a lot of the times these politicians that start off with these ideals, you know, they, they, they don't even, they don't even, they're not even able to do one of the things they wanted to do because they're, they, the over, they get overwhelmed with what the real shit is. Well, yeah. And there's a yeah. hundred other politicians with right. ideals too. And yeah. it becomes you know, just an argument. And a lot of times I feel like what we'll, we'll say what Marty, what you do. You know, I think like what you do, you like you on the constantly basis trying to do things that are better for your community. Same thing with uh, like the way Rochelle does her thing, too. Like she's constantly like doing that kind of thing. And so it's kind of like for for, even for us four, I feel like even what we're doing here, creating a conversation. And even if you agree with it or not, you have four different point of views that maybe you it resonates. Something will resonate with you that will activate you to do certain things. You know, there's different ways. There's people that are only able to go to sleep with white noise in the background. Mm -hmm. Like, and white noise is not extremely, not extremely loud. You know what I'm saying? There's people that can go to sleep with sirens outside (laughs) of the door, you know, or, or it it doesn't have to be completely silent for, for things to work. Like there's graduals and, and levels to this, to what you can do to change things and not necessarily be, extremely college college educated or in politics it's just you you just have to care at the end of the day yeah. you know what i'm saying um even there was this recent uh video of this guy that was went off on like the assembly people mm-hmm. and as he was going on about his stuff this lady was shopping 
Mm-hmm. And he took a picture of her while she was shopping. He was like, "This is why you you guys don't give a shit." Yeah, you know what I mean. And then he got at you know his his uh his you know his you know the brothers in the you know the black people in the assembly room. And he was like, "Look, this is the most together I've seen y'all." And that's the other thing that we need to work on. It's like I know that our our views are different, but like working on how together we can be yeah. about things. Like I was just telling before we started recording is that. There's no unifying voice. Like we we say things, our de- we got our demands now, but we don't agree on how to go about them. Yeah, you know because we don't have that one unifying voice, and that's what's missing. That's what the campaigning and the everyday campaigning is missing. So that needs to happen yeah. sooner yeah. than later. So yeah, that's yeah. what made me write that because I see that. Like I mean, even here we see it on the businesses. Like all these businesses have like, you know, we're with you, we're here, there, you know, all this stuff. But I love. I go, what exactly are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Now, how do you guys feel about, okay, so um, I see a lot of videos of people like getting at all these big corporate companies because they're not donating hella money. Um, the pressure should be, it should be on. I think the pressure should be on. To donate money. I, w- I want to say, well, I think donating money is helpful, but I think like Mario is saying, because when he was saying like, I guess is that I see it as a poem. Yeah, it is pretty it's, much. But yeah. when you were saying it, I was thinking of like, you know, like a whole like as a group, like we're a whole body. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people are like trying to be one body part. Like Absolutely. Everybody's trying to be the head, <laughs> but we need the foot, we need the leg, we need Thank the you, arm. Yeah, man. Thank you, you know. Yeah. So then okay. that way, motherfucking even Voltron. Me, yeah. I was <laughs> I was checking myself like right, I don't know I don't know about laws. I don't know Same. about going to see the mayor i don't i don't i honestly didn't vote for local stuff but now I, i'm like okay there's different things that i could impact the community Hell yeah right you know rather than just going to a protest but you know signing petitions figure out what Hell i yeah. can do you know not just donating because donating is easy yep. donating yeah. and posting is easy yep. but when you have to like you said you got to put in your boots and you gotta you know not just come out for one picture for social media yep. but you mm-hmm. out there Every constantly. day, you know, yep. constantly you know I mean? until it happens. Like, are you there for one picture or are you there for ten? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen a lot of people in one picture or two, but, like, are you there all the time for yeah. the right reasons? Yeah. You know, and, and I, I like, and, and again, like, see, like, everyone gets something out of it. Yeah. Like, what we say is important because of the simple fact that it active, it can activate people to think. Absolutely. Your brain subconsciously just kind of like, I don't know, it's, it's like... With private industries, it's, it's tricky for me because I go, we need private industry in certain things, but private industry doesn't need to donate because where I see private industry being involved is don't donate, raise the, the wages, hire more people yep. that are from your community. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's where you'll see the change because yes. when your society is economically successful, crime goes down. Um, everything, everything in the community, in the community starts changes, working starts working We're together. All doing well. Like, look at, I mean, I'll bring this up later on, but look at the difference in, in, in how we even police different neighborhoods, right? Mm, so it's, so it's, it's if, if you feed your society, not in the sense that here's a handout, but like, hey, you're occupying the community that I live in. At least sustain me so that I can, so that you're, there's a reason for you to be here other than you're exploiting, you know, cause I look at a Home Depot or a Walmart as a, as a oil pump over in Texas that is just exploiting the land. Like, and you may not be exploiting the land in the sense of you're drilling shit out, but you're literally exercising the people that live 
in these communities to where they no longer are able to even live there. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is out, it is outrageous that someone can walk out, work at Walmart for 16 hours a day, 12 hours a day, and still have to apply for food stamps. Man. Like, that should be fucking illegal. And you know what? And at this point in time, there's a lot of people that once did go apply for food stamps and was getting approved for it that mm-hmm. no longer can do that right, right. now. So, yeah. I mean, the big, the big, why I pointed out, do you guys think that big companies should only donate money um, is because no, I, to me, that's just a dollar sign to be real. Like yeah. I appreciate you, you know, funding whatever nonprofit or whatever organization yeah. that is making spread or helping spread awareness to this problem. Right. However, Mario, you hit it on the point. Did Start you changing shit yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah. Ben and Jerry's, Bomb, bomb. Yeah. Love Ben and Jerry's yeah. because they're educating fucking their customers, and they're an ice cream company. And then they get arrested. I think they got arrested. They at got arrested out of protest. Right? Yeah, they're, they're Ben and Jerry's guys. And I, they're not. They've been doing that shit forever. since forever. Out of ben and Jerry's. So yeah. like, it's kind of you know. And to be real, I ain't never know that Ben and Jerry's was a very ben like and activist like yeah. that. But for me, I'm like, wow, they're using it to educate their people. Yep, they're right. saying. Fuck y'all! If you guys aren't on my on yeah. our you know level, don't do it. They're not worried about right. whether or not they're gonna lose customers or they're not. So they don't give a that's shit. kind of where I stand. <laughs> where I I agree with you that I think these big companies using their platform and their big voices to educate is a lot more important mm-hmm. than money. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I because see a video and they're like, oh, they Apple's donated. Five million dollars or like bullshit. That's all they donated. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Five million or like, like you know, well they made a seventy-seven million dollars last year. Okay, stop looking at the month, the numbers because yeah. you know, as a business owner, don't fucking look at my numbers. I'm gonna yeah. do what I want to do, and right. you know, that's just it's, the point. It's I'm the notion, yeah. yeah. It's the notion of being involved, right? Like yep. it starts with that. Like, and again, we're not saying don't donate. Like that's donate. A, that's yes. a part. Send the money. That, that's a layer of it. My you cash know? App is Absolutely. Yeah. Right. That's a layer of it. The part of doing the work is where we're actually we're actually like really emotionally invested in something to where like, okay, this is an everyday struggle because at the end of the day, you know, people are looking at the Black Lives Matter or end racism thing as a political movement when human rights are not a political issue. <laughs> yeah. They're a social issue. Yeah. You know? So People that look like to look at it that way, it, they're so completely misconstrued in the way the world works. So again, you know, when it comes to to private industry infrastructure, yeah, it's great that they donate, but again, that's just a layer. Like, because if you're donating five million, but are your workers not making a living wage? That doesn't make sense. Now, if you're donating five million, but then all your workers are good. Yeah. Then now, now you're doing the work. Yeah. You know what I mean. So that's that was the premise Absolutely. of of what this because I mean I wrote it on kind of like a, a yesterday on the last night on the slant you know because I was just I kept seeing all these businesses like to have all these all these things and I'm like well man last time I checked man you don't got not one last brown not one brown not not saying that that makes you bad I'm just yeah. saying like how, where's your level of commitment when when it really comes down to it you yeah. know what I mean so. Yeah, man, that, that was, was the rant. One. Yeah, that man, was, appreciate it. We, that, that, one, one. that was one of the longest, but yeah, it was a good one. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, we got up next is uh, apps a slap with G Man Twenty Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah? yeah. yeah. You know what's on my mind? Dang, I got little notes. I got little notes in me. Yeah, thank y'all. I appreciate you, but I got some uh, pretty cool today. Nothing too crazy, but I thought it was pretty interesting. There's yeah. this app I ran across. I was doing a little app studying last night. All right. Um, 
I was I ain't gonna lie, I was really into the defunding the police. Uh, so I got carried away with that. But I ran into this app, it's called Coach Me. Oh, okay. So this app, uh, it allows you to track your habits. And you know, there's many apps where you can track your habits. Uh, but this one actually has personal coaches on here. Oh, so shit. they actually like life coaching? Like life coaching. But huh. they made it uh affordable. Uh, for the you know you know usually if you go get a coach you probably paying you, you uh, dish uh, now yeah you paying a grip so this app allows you to have track your habits and there's like a community of people uh that kind of keep you accountable oh like a stuff. forum almost type yeah of so people will actually like let's say you got a habit like I'm trying to take my vitamins every day. It's a community of people that will check in with you. They'll comment. Oh, shit. <laughs> They're like, yeah. yeah like, did you your... take them today? They're like, damn. You tell it, me what to do. Exactly. <laughs> and you can real. do it as My well. vitamin. And then also they have uh, <laughs> the personal coaches is, is a cheap to almost like, you know, 25 a week. But they even have different hey, 25 a week is cheap. It's really good, right? Yeah. And they can video chat you. They can check in with you. And then they have coaches on mindfulness, productivity, fitness, saving money, oh, damn. diets, writing, addiction. So these are actually coaches that specialize in these things. So you can go in here and tell you the, the coach's profile. So, you know, there's a lot of people that need help with business, mental health, fitness. You know, don't be don't be over here with this big ego because, you know, you can learn everything online, YouTube, but. I would definitely recommend getting a coach, uh, a mentor, somebody that Sometimes can help you. Sometimes you need that support, yeah. yeah. Or a group Body. of people that can keep you accountable. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. So even Boss has like accountability meetings, and mm-hmm. that's kind of we we do we haven't done one since all the COVID stuff has happened, but we basically are just like, hey, so what do you need support in? What are you guys looking for? Um, and how can we help you? You know, and so yeah. the next time. The next month that we have the accountability meeting, it's like we check back in and we're like, hey, did you do it? You know, yeah, and it kind of right. it makes you want to be like, yo, like, but, yeah. So I shoot. I like that. Like a group of random ass people trying to hit you. Yeah, like <laughs> on top of your shit right now or not. Yeah, you need it, especially if you're a person that don't have like an accountability group or you don't or you move into a new area, you know, but I well, you're think a procrastinator too. Like, yeah, you're a procrastinator. Oh, yeah. not that it's bad. You know, it's bad. It's just, Let's you know, it's, it's, I like to really. say I work. I, I mean, like to say I work better when I procrastinate. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but we need it right now. You know, yeah. everybody is kind of restarting <laughs> their life. Yeah. So it's like, what what can I do now from this point? Yeah. Uh, what absolutely. business can I start? What what job? What career can I start? So I think a lot of people could use a lot of advice before they start. Yeah. You know, setting plans. Hell yeah, that's super sure. dope. I like yeah. that one. What's it called yeah. again? It's called Coach Me. Coach me. Coach me. Free? And it's free, free if you don't sign up for anything. But if you actually get a life coach, it's 25 a week. It's like 25 a week. but And you can also kind of uh, work with the coach as well to where you do like, you know, behind the yeah. scenes personal stuff. Right. Oh, wow. So, okay. I wonder if there's also like a like a way that you can become a life coach. You can. That's right. That's, I'm sorry. Oh. I missed that I part. I see Miles becoming a life coach. Oh. I missed that part. Wow. You can on the app. They, Get your you know, shit together. I don't know all the details about the application, but if you are like a life coach, you can get on this app and earn income. Yeah. Well. Uh, you see I me arguing clients. with people? Because <laughs> I feel like I would be like, but did you do the work? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if, anything they say, but did you do the work? Though? Hey, you need, and it would go. People need it. Yeah, people need, need it right it. now. They'd be like, oh, oh yeah, I went Lord. to the gym. 
I lifted, you know, and I did my thing, and I'll be like, did you yeah, but did you do the work? But did you Mario, do the I'd work? I'd be like, stop fucking saying that. <laughs> like, Mario, stop saying Mario, that. Mario, like. stop it. Hey, you need somebody in uh, your face. Yeah. No, I hate that shit, though. Yeah, you need it. You need it. No, but did you do the work, though? But I put up 250. I'm a Gemini. That's, a, that's that yeah. shit. Don't tell me what I'm doing wrong. Don't tell me what I'm doing wrong. I already, I'll figure it out. I already know what I'm doing wrong. I don't need to be told. Everything. And I'm still doing it. And I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn. Get a uh, life coach though, or would you guys invest in a? Uh... Um, you know what? One of my so my girl Quinn from Feminism, she's actually a life coach, and she, mm-hmm. um, you at so I don't know if I would personally pay for one right now, like where I'm at right now, yeah. because I don't know what the hell I need a life coach for. Yeah, However, yeah, yeah. what I could say is just having a simple conversation with my friend, you know, and just who she is and what she does. Yeah. Um, I feel like that right then is like, oh, That's... damn, you're so soothing, like shit, yeah. you know? So I think it's just, mm. I think it's more of like a natural, you know, and who that person is. So yeah. I, think, I would yeah. totally pay for Quinn because I know that yeah. she, you know, is already oh, queen for the win. Queen for, for the, the win. win. Queen for the win. She's yeah. dope. She's yeah. really and dope. And see, just on like on Instagram, you can already catch her vibes, and you can right. you can see what she's about. Mm. You know, so yeah, shit. I might get. I might. I might, I might pay for it. There's, yeah. a, there's a lot of cool people out there locally. Yeah, hell yeah. That are, they wouldn't necessarily, you know, break the bank. You know, yeah. they're good life coaches. You know what I mean? So, and there's a lot of like free consultations for, yeah. you know, so go yeah. check them out, see if you vibe with them. Yeah. And, yeah. But even if you don't know what you need a life coach for, get it for life. Get, get it, it for life. life. <laughs> Maybe that's what you need a life coach <laughs> for. Sure Maybe that's what I need a life coach yeah, for. Yeah, just like, for life in general. I, what am I doing? Like, yeah. what am I doing right now? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that was a dope ass. Thank that was, that was like pretty that dope. One. I appreciate yeah. that one. That one's really good. So, that was after slap with. Jig man, Oh yeah, Ooh, you know what's on my mind. Line. Tell him. <laughs> I was feeling the um, what's that one song? The, the, the box. Yeah, <laughs> the box. Oh, I was on the wrong beat. Sorry. You was on the wrong lane Sorry. right there. Uh, well, you know what we got up next is boss talk with boss ass Marty. Yeah. You went. You went to the beat of the poo doo. Uh-huh, I did. <laughs> you went I to the beat did. of the poo doo. I feel like I got the most consistent intro though. You do. Yeah, it's it's simple, easy, straight uh-huh. to the point. Everybody knows what time uh, it is. Yeah, uh-huh. Everybody knows what time it is. So, yeah. all right, guys. So you know what time it is. Um, you know what? You know what, you guys? Yes. I just want to put it out there. So you know, for months. Yes. Boss ass, um, uh-huh. our boss talk hasn't had any events to talk about. Yes, and yeah. so we are going to put that on pause because shit has kind of you know got started in started off. yeah it's started popping off. You know, um, our friends at Oak Park Brewery had our the event mm-hmm. for Juneteenth, Juneteenth along with um, our girl Brittany Michelle, mm-hmm. um, and so she did her Juneteenth showcase or Juneteenth um, event along with they had a, a band out there, and it was the most amazing vibes ever. Yeah. I felt mm-hmm. like it's totally what I needed, and um. Originally, Santana and I came out just to, you know, support, show our face, you know, purchase a few things. Um, We ended up fucking drinking, like, hella freaking of the amazing-ass beer. (laughs) The Juneteenth beer that O Park Brewery You can drink that all day. It's so goddamn light. Okay, but I was so drunk at the end of the night. (laughs) I was like, and then I had a burger, and, yo, it was just like, it was the best weather. It was just awesome vibes, so I can't wait further. Which burger was it then? Oh, so I just got a regular burger. With mushrooms. Whiskey burger. Ooh. No, a uh, pub burger. 
Oh, the pot burger is good too. Pot burger yeah. with um, mushrooms. Chicharron. Mm. Damn. So I'm yeah, hungry damn. now. I know. That's what I know. I might go there today. Actually, we'll see. Father's Day. Um. Anyway, so yeah. So shout out to Oak Park Brewery and Brittany. Shout out to that. Um. That event was amazing. We got Bella out there. She did Bella her did first right pop up shop. Very proud My of her. My girl almost sold out, guys. Yeah. She, had, she had to. She had to stop selling to fulfill her yeah. own fulfill her what online orders. Lashes. Eyelashes. Yeah, what? so she had she had men coming up and purchasing them for her. I'm well. weak at you for doing that right now with your lashes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, all, he's over here flickering his eyelashes. Hey, hey, hey. hey. go get some. Hey, get I bought some. a set. Yeah, you bought a set. I bought yeah. a set, bro. But wow. I, to, I, I, I told her to give them away. Yeah, check but, this yeah. out. They, I want to give her a special shout out because she has named one of her lashes, and actually, it's actually one of my favorite lashes that I like am obsessed with. Um, Boss. So mm. they're called Boss. Yeah. So that's I, a blessing. Yes, yeah, so cute. She did well on her first pop up. I mean, I, like I told her, like proud of her and her wife, you know, because finding stuff to do while the quarantine. Absolutely. This when she popped it off, and yeah. it's, that's a resiliency of like that's another thing. Like, did you do the work? Did you yep. start a business? Did you start, you know, doing things to provide for yourself? And that yep. was pretty fucking dope. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I love it as well. Awesome. So, and that you know, in a matter of two months, she created a full freaking a full legal freaking business. Company. Like that, yeah. she did y'all that. I gotta shit, get so. on the show. Yeah, yeah no, for real. Mm-hmm. So okay, y'all. So. We Pops. are um, I, so okay. The event. Shout out to them. I also wanted to point out a few different things too. Um, yes, me. Because well, you know what? I'm gonna save this for later because we are gonna be having a great topic. So I'll save that. So let's just yes. jump right into the comments then. Yes, let's All jump right, right on to them. Right. So we had a very interesting um, question um, and I, yeah. per se. I would say depending on who you ask. Yeah, um, that's why now, I posted it because I wanted to see. Right. So yeah. first and foremost, Happy Father's Day, everybody! Father's Day. Happy Father's, Today is Father's Day. Day. You're gonna hear it late tomorrow. Yep. I mean tomorrow. Because tomorrow's Monday. Right. So. You're going to hear it tomorrow and you're going to yeah. reflect about the day before <laughs> yeah. about how awesome your Father's Day was. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. That's why I kind of like these Sundays. Yeah. 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 Right so away. that was amazing. Um, but what we are going to jump into, <laughs> I said that was amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> so the question, Super y'all. The deeper. question, y'all. So I'm going to read the, the comments first and then I, I'm kind of interested in your guys' yeah. Uh, yeah. questions. Yeah. Answers. With my father. Um, our question was with Father's Day upon us. Which is today? Can you share with us a fond memory about your father? So, Mar- it was kind of like one of those things where Mario, you was testing it. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I can tell. Yeah, so I'm all shit. When hey, I read it, I was like, but, shit. But what do we do? Well, we are Sacramento. Create the conversation. We create a conversation. Let's get You're it. right. All right. So, y'all, I'm gonna do the funny ones. I'm gonna do the more serious ones. Let's get it. Okay. Let's get it. Let's get it. So, one of our Bella, she says. He's still at the store. <laughs> Dang. I see now. I see it. Ooh. Fuck. That's a real one. Damn. Fire. You know, she spoke for several people, you know? Yeah. And, hey, that, that was mm-hmm. that. So she was being real. Yep. Um, and then at Lit Little Girl, she says, my father took me out to lunch. This was the first time. Excuse me. One more time. My father took me out to lunch. This was the first time just him and myself. My father and I had a tough relationship, but he took me out to lunch and passed away a week later. It was... Mm. As if someone knew and wanted to leave me with a good memory. I miss you all the time, Pa. Oh, my yeah. God. That is uh, so sad, dude. Yeah. The universe. A, that's, I'm that's so about it. shit happens for a reason. For a reason, and yeah. I'm right there with you. That was for a reason. I'm glad right. that you were able to, you know, at least spend one more time with him. So, mm-hmm. shout yep. out to that. That was a more serious one. Um, our dude, Raj. He... Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
Let me get. He he, he has some stuff to say. <laughs> he, he, he loves our segments, and yeah. I we cannot. I'm so appreciative of yeah. that. Um. So what he says is that he also has some some interest or excuse me some disconnect from his father. Um. After 30 years, he con- he reconnected with the thought of he would never want his family or his children to have any um negative in thoughts or didn't want his children to look at him in any negative way. So he had um, eventually took his pride and put his pride and ego aside and met up with his pops and talked it out for about four hours of just closure and transparency, which again is so needed. So um, he states that he is glad that he got out, got that out the way and patched it up. Um, And now it now, right now the family is together and it's crucial and, he didn't say that the family's together, but he said that they are connected and that they're good there. And so I totally agree as well. It seems like a lot of people on our um, um, comments are actually like just reconnecting with their their families, their families and, their, yeah. and the fathers and stuff, which is amazing because if like Raj said, if it's any time now is the time that we need to be, you know, a family and be super close. Um, so what about you? Well, Ryan? I want to share two things uh, for one thing. Uh, well, I actually had a, a really good father. Uh, I, I, I love to see it. We love you. to see we it. We wasn't like really, well, honestly, I grew Shelter. up in a two-parent home, but we wasn't really close. We actually didn't have a close relationship. So I'm actually getting to know him now. Ah. Know? And it's kind of weird to live, grow up with a father and, you know, you didn't actually know him. But, you know, I think even now it's, it's cool to reconnect and, and to learn about him. But I still have a lot of great memories with my father. Uh, going to like a baseball game, taking mm. us to a baseball game. That was probably the only place we went, but uh, that was a blessing <laughs> its own. That one memory look. And I hey. found out I was a father. Uh, yeah, you know, I wanted to share this on the podcast. I found out I was a father maybe about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I love long it. Long story short, oh, I didn't shit. know. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I didn't know that I was a, a father of an eight year old girl. Oh. Yeah, he so. was out there tricking, tricking. I was, t- yeah. When I was young, I was doing a lot, but you know, uh, <laughs> it was kind of crazy to find out. But it was a uh, now. He's twenty one, y'all. Yeah, I was I was young, but it was a it's a blessing now to know that I have a daughter and to be able to reconnect and be in with her. her. Life. I yeah, love it. you know, because now she has a father yeah. that she can talk to, and you know, yeah. Throughout these years, she's been wondering who her father is. Oh my god! You know, you know so. shout out to you, dude. Yeah, yeah. shout sure, out dude. to you. Like, and you're actually involved. Like, the, well, because he texted me the other day, he goes, "Hey, man, like, I want to call you up, but I'm gonna talk to my daughter for a couple hours." Yeah, I was like, "Huh? <laughs> <laughs> a couple hours? That must be a type of book." Hey, my man, you know, like, can I be mad? She, she far away. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I yeah. love that. And honestly, the times that you came in and she's been on Facetime and stuff, like, you could, yeah. you, it's so awesome to see, like. To be real, I'm like she's like a daddy's girl. Yeah. You know, she yeah. the connection you guys have is, is like so awesome. Yeah. So that's that's great. And another shout that. out though, that like you actually answer the phone while you even no matter what you're doing, even as you're recording, you walk away. So that's why I'm like, well, that's dope because dope. I know a lot of parents that will ignore a phone call from a child yeah. because they're doing something. Yeah. So yeah. I commend you for that. That means just shows that you're trying to do your part as a father to to be a part of her life, no matter how far you are. I mean, it's presence is not only physical. You know yeah, what I'm shout out to so, you. Yeah. I want her mental. I want her mental to be good right. when yeah. she goes yep. older. Because you know we all dealing with trauma from our yeah. parents. So I'm like, I, I need her to know that I love her and yeah. that I'm here at all times. You know. Okay. And yeah. how was Hell that? Yeah. Like, okay, so I'm, I'm interested because you <laughs> did. You just found out a year ago, and yeah. do you think that like you getting the news that you're a father just immediately was like, oh yeah. shit, like yeah. I fucking love this child, you yeah. know, like or how was that? 
it was life changing. Like I didn't at first, I didn't really know what to think or how to feel. And even now, I'm still like people telling me Happy Father's Day. I'm like, man, I don't, I don't feel like a father yeah. yet, you know. Yeah. But like, yeah. It, it was it was definitely life changing. But you know, because I had a lot of fears. Like, is she gonna like me? Of Are we gonna connect? What does she yeah. know? What does she like, think about me? Grown already, you know. Yeah, she's like, almost what? grown. But you know, come to find out, you know, she she liked the same things I like. I she, love we it. We played Fortnite together, and <laughs> she dance and, and do comedy, That's and super tight. So it was kind of weird. It's kind of weird to see your kid like it's You're almost like, like your DNA is yeah. in there. You're like that right. is me. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Super so, dope. yeah, it is. Hey, we got one last minute comment that just came in right now. If you want to oh, read it, yeah, let me like read it. last minute in the in the moment. Let me see. Okay. So. Uh, go, you can read it through. It's a good one. I like it. Uh, I like it. Okay. So. We got to end the moment comment. Right, Thank so, you, guys. Yes. Ooh, oh, our Fuck girl, Bilski Holly. Hey. She says, I want to give a shout out to my late father-in-law, Bob, who always threw the best barbecues. Those are some very fond memories. Right. Yum. I love I love barbecues. Everybody loves yeah. barbecues. Who don't? Hell yeah. What yeah. about you, Mario? What's your favorite? Um, so, you know, my father wasn't, my father was around in a sense of, like I knew where he was, you know, yeah. and we would go sometimes to his house, but he was a really weird person in the sense of how he was a relationship dad, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? So, you know, he, a relationship dad, like if he's with the mom, he cares for the kids. If he's not with the mom, gives a shit about the kids because uh, he's more of like, you know, a relationship. Right. So That's time of the moment, though, he passed away and I'll respect him passing away a f- couple years ago, you know. My, even my mother told me you got to respect the dead no matter who they are. So I'm like, I'll re- be respectful of him by sharing one memory of him that I do have where he, the one memory of him that he acted like a father, like a someone that's supposed to protect you. Absolutely. So I grew up in El Salvador where, you know, it's, there was war at the time. And so the person that my mom had left me in charge with, in charge with. Like uh, babysitter? Yeah, you could say that. But she also took care of my mom's business while she was over here with my sister. So she was gone, like she went to the capital to go buy things, you know what I mean? But she took the bus, right? Mm -hmm. Because she didn't drive. So the gorilla, so we had a curfew at 7 p.m. So it was 6.55. She wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And I was, I had this, I was in this big ass house, my grandmother's house, but I was locked out. Mm -hmm. I didn't have the key, you know what I mean? Because I was waiting for her. Um, So everyone started going in their houses. So my, my only recourse was to run to my dad's house. Mm. Mind, I think I was like 10 or no, I'm oh, lying. Shit, I think I was scary. like, I think I was like 12. Yeah. So I ran, you know, and cause I knew shit was coming. We all knew shit was coming. So I just ran to his house, knocked on the door. He saw it was me, pulled me in the house, like pretty much dragged me all the way to the back of the house where everybody else was in one room through the, bed cushion on top of all of us yeah he walked outside of the door in the room with his revolver i remember the revolver because it's a shiny ass fucking revolver took it out walked up to the middle of the courtyard and all you hear is bombs flying everywhere and you feel that you if you've never felt so have you ever felt uh like a firecracker go off right near you you feel that pressure multiply that times a thousand that Mm. pressure bro like you feel that it's so close right and that's the the most fondest, though it's a bad thing, but it made me feel like, okay, so my dad's not that big of a piece of shit. Yeah. Because at the end, if shit comes to shit, if worse comes to worse, he'll protect me no matter what. Like he'll, he'll be, but he just, 
he was just a weird person in a sense. You, Do you know what I mean? Think that his trauma or his past. I kind think of I, to that? I think he was spoiled. Mm. My grandparents spoiled him. Mm. You know, because yeah. he came from money. He was very spoiled. Mm. Um, he was left. So in our countries, and you I know, was gonna say, uh, in our countries, fucking men. yeah, in our <laughs> countries, you know, the families, yeah, the families <laughs> go like, you're the oldest kid. You're in yeah. charge of everything. You got to take care of everyone when we die. But my dad didn't have that discipline. Uh. You know what I mean? He didn't have that follow through. Uh, you know what I mean? Like he, like if my dad would have been alive our age now, he would have not made it past episode one. Uh, yeah. He would have not showed up. But you know what I mean? Yeah. His follow through wasn't there. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I'll be respectful of him. But that is the most fondest memory that I remember of him being like, okay, that's my dad. Like yeah. that's that's you know what I mean. That's a good story, dude. Good. You, know, you know what yeah. I mean? So that's a kind of a good memory to have, though. Right? You know, like, you know what I mean? Because it it was dependent on my life. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's it, that's why I was like, I'm you know, I never talked to him after I turned eighteen, but it's just you know, things happen. But you know, may he rest in peace, and I hope he's not you know somewhere fucking burning <laughs> hell. Yeah. But you know, it, it's just I do appreciate the fact that I was left with that. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, that's my fondest memory of my father. Sweet, thank you. That's hey, Miles, dope, we know we totally know your dad comes and hangs out with us and stuff mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. How's that? We love him. Um, yeah, he's all right, guy. Um, <laughs> no, he's a good guy. I love my dad. Um, he, he looks like and acts like you. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. And, Walks like And you. that's <laughs> why we we butt heads a lot because we're very similar. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So a lot of my memories with my dad, I remember a lot of my childhood for lots of various reasons, but uh sports he was he still to this day is probably the best coach i've ever had um and not because he was my dad not because of whatever just because the way he always made sure every person on the team was always included everybody played no matter what i love Um, it you know they had the they had the like the minimum every kid had a but that was never nobody played the minimum everybody played everybody was a part of the team and those were always the best teams we always had, and we always won because we played together. We yeah. cared about each other. Yeah. Um. So he taught me a lot about just being a good teammate, yeah. and just you know what he didn't teach me a lot on how to play sports necessarily, but he taught me a lot of how to be part of a team, how to play as a team, and just mm-hmm. you know a lot of great memories of him coaching us and just how much fun we had out there on the ball field. I love it. Nice. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love yeah. it. Hey, you know what? I want to give a big shout out to stepdads too. Like stepdads yeah. don't get a lot yeah. of credit. Sometimes stepdads gotta deal with the bullshit from the kids that don't like you because you're dating their mom. But like yeah. you're if you're a good stepdad and you know you stepping in, man, kudos to you and happy Father's Day to you too. Cause yeah. sometimes we don't include you in in the festivities. You, you know what I'm saying? So yep. oh yeah, you don't get enough credit and you're out there, you know with the you know Step you deal with you deal you deal with the baby daddy drama and baby mama oh, drama man so you know yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying yeah it, it can be Ew. difficult it yeah. can it can be difficult it can break up relationships so kudos to you for kudos putting up yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so totally. yeah um, I guess I'll just kind of wrap it up and real fast yeah. um say my memory so just like most of us um i've had a pretty rough ro- rocky i should say um not relationship with my dad, just like I guess time has <laughs> it, been it's been weird. However, um, my dad and I are he's super soft. Like for me, like he like I can make I can say something and I'm gonna you know make him cry or something. So um, he's very soft. <clears throat> I'm definitely his baby, and my little sister is also his baby. But growing up, he wasn't really in my life um, mm. as much as I need him to. So I'd say about like half 
of my life. So yeah. he missed big things like graduations, uh, my quinceanera. And mm. it, my quinceanera, it was so, uh, he wasn't there so close. Like we had it all planned. Everything was all situated. And if you guys know you're Hispanic, a quinceanera is more than just a 15th birthday party. It's like your father is making you, you know, into a lady or whatever. So, yeah. Um, Long story short, he wasn't there, and I was like, "Damn, you're about to like cancel the whole thing because what is the point?" Da da da. da. Um, I end up, I and, and you know what? This is okay. So I ended up having it, um, and of course, you know, the biggest like like heartbreaking thing was my dad wasn't there to give me a dance. Yeah. You know, yeah. so um, ten. So I'm 28. My sister just turned 18. So damn near 20 years. Or excuse me, damn near 10 years later, my sister ended up having a quinceanera and. Um, my dad, everything was like just working out so perfectly. So he yeah. came, he was out for my sister's graduation, eighth grade graduation, was able to do it, you know, yeah. make it. Um, and then he was also there for her quinceanera. So I was like so about like making my sister's day like hella just about her. Everything is going to be, you know, go hella well. Yeah. Um, and in the whole time they had a surprise that they were actually going to like give me the first dance too you know so they did her little dance and you know i'm already like crying and fucking hella sad because like oh my <laughs> yeah. god you know i missed it and then after the fact yeah. um they came and he came and like grabbed my hand and like it was the saddest thing ever because everybody knew in that like in the hall about exactly like how i felt mm-hmm. about it how he felt about it everybody in there was crying for no, no reason you know <laughs> all the pictures are all crying um but that's definitely one of the fondest moments because it was so that's important to me and it wasn't able to happen at that moment and then yeah. it ended up yeah. you know as an adult coming back yeah. and well maybe this is, this is a good story for you it's a great story for the simple fact that like i think a lot of fathers fuck up yeah, yeah. you know and here's the other thing too is like you got to remember these fathers these fucked up fathers come from an environment that sometimes is not nurturing to even be a good father absolutely yeah. you know what i mean so and not to say there's an excuse, but it's also like when a father tries to make up for those things, it's it's okay to hold him accountable because you got to tell him how you felt or how you feel, but also know that they're trying to yeah. make amends. So if you're upset about it, you know, you, you got to also be able to receive it when that person's trying to come back. Cause that's yeah. something I didn't do. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, I didn't let my father walk into my life because yeah. I assumed like, well, he's just going to fuck that up anyways and i don't want to go through it but i think like if you notice that it's genuine like i think you should give it a second chance give it a second chance for sure and you, you give never... boy- you give boyfriends and girlfriends a second chance yep. in a heartbeat mm-hmm. yeah right. why not their know, father like, yeah i mean in reality somebody uh, can change over something or even a conversation they yeah. might not know what the hell mm-hmm. you're feeling you know conversation i yeah. think it's real important to and even now i've been using this time to like rekindle or i would just say get to know my parents like actually taking as a grown-up yeah, because I actually, I had a point, too, where I was, like, had resentment and, and you know, I was mad at them, you yeah. know. But then I was like, you know what? I start to realize, like, my parents are humans. Like you said, they might have came from an environment that shaped them to be the way yeah. they are. And, you know, I yeah. think it's good to to forgive them. And I think it's right. good to try to get that peace because a lot of people think that they can, like, do, you know, they're trying to do careers. They're trying to cover up holes that yeah. they can actually you know, get filled if they just rekindle that relationship or they forgive their parents. So, and I want to encourage people too, that you will have many, many dads. I have a lot of dads and a lot of moms because, you know, mentors and and, and programs. So get connected with people. If you don't have a father, like I would definitely try to find someone maybe in a church or a coach or, you know, just whatever community you go in, a personal trainer, 
you're gonna find someone that's gonna be like yeah. another dad to you. Yeah, because I had a bunch of father figures. My uncles Same. were golden. You know yeah. what I mean? I had moms. Yeah, I had fathers that were, you know, my uncles. Great memories of them. You know what I mean? But great yeah. point because you can't cover the sun with one finger. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. That was a good one. <laughs> Real talk. I don't know. That was a great segment. Yeah, I felt like it led into a whole bunch of different conversations. That but were that's amazing. How, but that was the point of that question yeah. and the point of because I know what we could do when we place things yeah. the right way yeah. you know because yeah. we're not i mean again like we're entertainment but like we we talk some real we shit we talk some real shit we talk some real shit no. so that was boss talk with boss ass Marty. that's who it was with and you know right now we got the classiest part of this podcast and it's ratchet ass sports with miles jolly yeah white chuck that boy real that boy, he 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 that boy good. good. Sexual chocolate. Body still goes. Body goes hard. Body is a six man, man. At all times, 365, 24 7. Oh, dang. Mixtape coming up. Oh, shit. We keep sports real brief and we get on to our topic. Man, every single sport that's opening up or is thinking about opening up they are finding players who are testing positive uh-huh. every single well, corona one. i seen that this morning wait who is they're uh, players NFL players baseball players baseball players football Everybody players got it. basketball players they haven't there's been a, doing the work one, you have go- not been a doing golfer the work. yeah like yeah Shut so up. all these sports and people are turning up positive at their training so they're opening up training facilities I'm and dead. motherfuckers are getting sick so I don't think sports is that it's important. Not coming. I mean, I don't think baseball is going to happen anyways because we got yeah. billionaires arguing with millionaires over millions of dollars. And you got the so, thousand years that are trying to watch the sports. I don't understand that. It's like all I, <laughs> all I want to do is bet, man. You know all mean? I want to do like, is throw some bets yeah. down. But yeah, we still got basketball going July 31st. They're still saying despite this spike in Florida, Orlando is still a go. Florida uh, is the... I don't know. Yeah, Orlando, ESPN, yeah. Disney, Wide World of Sports. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. That, going to host the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, we didn't talk about this. Like, when they were like, oh, let's fucking have wrestling open. Like, yeah, I think that's the only one that really hasn't been really? affected. I think they have been the only one, other than that first one that we talked <laughs> yeah. about. I yeah. think they're the only ones that haven't had shit go down. Wow. Like, they and then wow. got coronavirus. They're like, stuff. I yeah. told and you. And then Dana White, he's got the uh, Fight Island. So that's done, secure, ready to it's host done. fights in July. Yeah, it's done. Done. Okay. So, well, maybe they're really taking care of shit. Who knows? Like, after that one first incident, yeah. and they were like, "Okay, we really need it." Well, to... And nothing even happened from that incident. Like nobody yeah. got sick. Yeah. So whatever they did, they handled it. So I love shit. it. Okay. Do you think? Do you think it's gonna be a, a distraction if it comes back? Do y'all think that's gonna be a distraction? Or you think we could still focus and still have sports right now? I think sports are unnecessary. Like, I, it, why I don't understand why it's such on. a big deal. Yeah. Like, yeah. Stop. Put that shit like, on pause for a second. Yeah. Like handle whatever business y'all got to do behind closed doors between bosses and unions and yeah. employees and shit. If you're gonna play, play. If not, fucking don't. Like yeah. it, it don't need to be nah, this all this this thing. Like that's crazy. Yeah. So huh. people like I need it. Yeah, so He's Ezekiel so Elliott, he tested. He was one of a player that tested positive. Oh, Wait, who yeah. does he play for again? Um, Cowboys. Cowboys, that's right. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what I say. Yeah, man, just cowgirls. Just cowgirls. So cowgirls. Right. Right. They're going to keep trying to doing like maybe super under the rug, like high people that are effective, like players. <laughs> but okay, say it's Zeke Elliott. 
how are you gonna hide? The, uh, well, shit, he just ain't playing. Yeah. Like he on yeah. like he on the sideline with the oxygen mask on. Like, <laughs> right. I, I don't know why he ain't playing. Though. Here's a question though. Like, I wonder how many of these. Here's what they're. I want to know. I don't care that they're testing positive. What I want to know is how many of them have symptoms. Like they show symptoms, you know. What I'm like, oh yeah. hey, like, are you fucking dying in the hospital? Because obviously they're not, because it would be all over the news. Yeah. Like these are yeah. people that are like have been going around, have no symptoms, and still go all over the place, infecting other people. So again, the main issue is not sports starting; it's not anything else other than testing needs to get better so that we know beforehand, so that then we have the antibodies and do all these other things. Well, and I'm glad you brought up testing because Let's get them. shouldn't the general public? get tests have those tests available for them if testing is this big there's shortage who i know but why if think of the number of times these all these players across these sports are going to have to be tested to ensure they're always safe mm. like so if you're, you're like, give a, one of those tests to somebody else and so why right. the, so what every two three days you're thinking at least at max depending on what their safety protocol for each individual sport's going to be Baseball, for example, there are at least 25 players per team minimum, 32 teams. So whatever 32 times 25, that's players. That doesn't count coaches, any other additional staff, field people, whatever. Basketball, 12 players times, what, 32 teams again. Football, 52 players times 32 per team. Oh, wow, yeah. So how are you going to quarantine that many humans? And then... They're, these players are now supposed to be quarantined away from their families, so there's talks about allowing them to bring their family with them. So you're adding the family on top of that, yeah. and you're expecting that number of human beings to stay fucking quarantined. Baseball's planned for them to start. These players get to come to the hotel, stay mm. in their room three days. Huh. They are not allowed out of the room. Food will be delivered. All that shit, they stay in their room three yeah. days before they can come out. But what I want to know is why is there such a big spike in sports when, I don't know, it's like so centralized into like that. You know it what I mean? It just seems like it's like sketch in my yeah. opinion. Like there's so much shit. There's that, so much shit like, yeah. For example, like, yeah, we for the protests and stuff, everybody went out protesting and then two like uh, two days later, everybody has fucking coronavirus again, and we're like, "Well, what happened to the damn there, two weeks that everybody was supposed to wait for the symptoms?" They yeah. attributed that actually to um, household gatherings. It for yeah, it wasn't Day. even the protest. It was, had nothing to do with the marches or the rallies. Yeah. Okay, which we're makes gonna, sense. But why would it find not? out uh, what effect that has? <laughs> Coming around Fourth of July, yeah. we'll see what effect the rallies have had. Right, because you list like I don't like calling no. them protests anymore. Yeah. Like their yeah. rallies and their marches. rallies and marches. Like protests always sound so negative to me, yeah. and that's they're yeah. not negative. They're because um, the other thing too is like because at a family <laughs> gathering, you're more likely to share something. Like touching the same food, like at a march or rally, you're not really touching each other. You're close to each other. But you're not necessarily, and everybody's wearing a mask, you yeah. know, and sanitizing. Like yeah. even the the last march I went to at Cesar Chavez, that I think you were there too, um, that took off from the Golden oh, yeah, One yeah. Center. Um, there was people with sanitizer all over the all place, place, all over the place. People giving away masks and mm-hmm. things like this. So there's more safety precautions being taken there than they would be at your mom's birthday party. Right, because everyone's so comfortable. No, yeah. Exactly. Everyone every, the comfortability is a, probably a, the biggest issue of yeah of of any kind of disease because that's kind of how it it it, yep. it passes. It, you know, it what gives I mean? you that false effect that you won't get sick 
Right. Well, my mom wouldn't do that to me. Yeah. That's crazy. Or, nah, man, I'd never get my mama sick. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't know. I've been gallivanting around downtown, Mm -hmm. and who knows who the hell I've been in. I've been out here kissing all them. No. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell her, (laughs) Shell. I have been licking frogs. Marty would tell on you. I'm telling. I know you would. Marty would tell on you. She'd be like, hey, Miles been out there gallivanting. Gallivanting. And Rochelle would be like, God damn it, I knew it again. I'm like, look, Rochelle, I don't know what the hell you you find in this man, but he's yeah. got, what, what, what are you doing? You're what? Gallivant. Gallivant. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gallivant. He was out there gallivant. 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 Whatever he's yeah. doing, yeah. I don't know what that means, but he's doing it. Like, is you, you're <laughs> out there out doing there, your out thing. Out there doing. Yeah. You know, That's funny. Putting it's things in things and derived from that stuff. Derived from the word gallivant. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, that, that was a little brief ass ratchet ass sports. Wait, there's something new on the there's something new on the news though. What? I don't know if you saw that Jones from the UFC, mm-hmm. right? John Bones Acre- Jones. Huh? John Bones Jones. Is it him, tall dude? Yeah. Him with the with the tattoo that says Philip um yeah. So he agreed to Mike Tyson's uh request oh, to box. Man, right? What? I, I heard about that. I too. didn't hear that. It came out today. Oh today. Damn. And so have you, have he, any of y'all watched the videos of Mike, the training what yo, he looks he's like he's, he's like a monster. Fierce. I mean, like, look, man, even fierce. when he was fat, he could still beat up everybody at a barbecue. Yeah. Now he can beat up Evander Holyfield and other people, you know, without like, biting his yeah, ear. Man. Without biting his ear. But uh, Jones agreed to fight him. Ooh-hoo-hoo. You know, because he told him, I was like, look, if you ever, because Mike Tyson said, like, hey, if UFC fighters are great, but you'll never be able to make as much money as a first class fighter in boxing because there's more money in boxing, although UFC is more popular. You know, it's kind of like a dictatorship in a sense. You know, UFC caps you at a, at a yeah. even if you're like a, even if you're fighting for a belt, you're only walking out of there with a hundred thousand of that. It's because your contract, they contract you, UFC contracts this fighter to do mm-hmm. X number of fights per year. Right. So yeah. you're paid X number of dollars yeah. under your contract to right. do four fights. And boxers is fight. You know what I mean? You get a hundred, a hundred million for one fight. Dang. You know what I mean? So That's then, and so then, and so then Jones was like, I'll box you. And so he agreed to it. So I don't know when it's going to happen because obviously all this shit that's going on. But great, Mike Tyson's ready. Great example, Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. And again, Conor and that's, McGregor. and that's yeah, that's the example that Mike Tyson uses. Like, mm-hmm. look, for Conor McGregor to make a $100 million, yeah. he had to come box it. So UFC can talk all the shit they want to. Yeah. Like, great. There's great technique, more um, rounded fighting, every, it, all the skill it, sets. You know what I mean? mean? Just it honing just in a different is. craft, a yeah. different style of fighting. Right. Wow, that no, was no, a good fight, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good yeah, fight. Was. You know what I mean? But I mean, he got I mean, beat up. It, 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 it showed. He got beat up. Connor was not in the same league no, at absolutely. all. Absolutely. Like, but it was yeah. very it was interesting to see. And that's why them both. You know, that's why Connor was able to get paid what he got yeah. paid because well, he, we're and he lost fifty nine ninety five yeah. for that pay per He knew he was going to. He knew he was going to. He put on a show though. He put on a good show. Who does that shit? You know, nobody's fucking. He knew he was going to lose. Legit. So what is the Wait. outcome? So do you guys think that they're going to end up? Oh yeah, is it going to happen? Yeah, they, I yeah. mean, he agreed to it, so now it's just a matter of who, how much it they're going to get paid. Yeah, d- agreeing on we're I'm getting paid this much to fight. You're getting paid this much to fight. And I'm and I'm down to see Mike Tyson fighting because I just want us. Everybody. Yo, his. You think he's still we hella were, good? He's hella fast. Still. We were yeah. young. We were old enough, but young enough to watch him come out yeah. and be Iron Dude. That oh. I remember him he's being a boxer. Scary. Yeah, like yeah, the he is scary. scary. Yeah. 
it's just how he crowds you. Like, like at the be- in the very beginning of his career, yo, like it was just violent. He's like, not a big guy. He's not like, a big guy in the sense of height. height. Yeah, but those hands, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, and the, like they, they were showing him working on his speed, yo, and the way he shifts. I was like, oh, this is eighteen year old Mike Tyson right here. Because I mean, yeah. I don't know. And how low he used to get when blocking punch. Like he'd yeah. go down full squat and yeah. you know dodge that shit and, and then come, come back with a hook. Yeah, Ugh. I don't know. I'm down to see it. I mean, you know, I am too. I'm yeah. excited. Literally, I'm I mean, excited. I just want to see it. I just want to see him fight. You know what I mean? I want to see him whoop. Yeah, yeah, I'm down to see that shit, man. It's gonna be good for real. Right. I'll pay that seventy five. Yeah, for real. We have a we are Sacramento pay per view. We have it. We can have it right here because yeah, they, yeah, they can, now they do it online. You can just order online. No. Ten dollar tickets. Like, Twenty dollars. You can watch from outside. We <laughs> put TVs window, outside. Yeah. Open the window so you can hear. Oh yeah. Well. Oh, yeah. Well, that was interesting. Well, that was Ratchet at Sports with Mr. Miles Jolly. Go Miles. White chocolate. Go Miles. White chocolate. Boy, be doing Ratchet Sports. Why are you looking at rats? <laughs> that boy be doing ratchet sports. <laughs> hey, yeah, oh, man. That was dope. All right. So now back to reality. Oh, there goes. All right. Back to so, reality. Uh, yep. There goes gravity. Yep. There goes. Eminem. Yep. Let's get him. The other <laughs> white chocolate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He all right. That boy good. That boy good, too. Um, all right. So check this out, right? So the. He got floating. Given what we've been going through and everything that we have been experiencing in our cities and nationally and even globally, because um, everyone's kind of jumping on the movement of um, of what it is to be uh, fighting for uh, equality and the rights of the people. You know what I mean? So uh, our our topic is uh, defund the police. And uh, it's a blanket statement that everyone has been using. And it's a. It's a topic that everyone has a different opinion on how it should be uh, regulated or even put into effect. So the question to the panel here of the smartest people in Sacramento, and I'm just playing, um, <laughs> the smartest people in this room, um, what you, what are you opinion? What are your opinions on what it is to defund the police? I'll go first. Oh, yeah. Go, go ahead, ahead Mari. So my opinion, um, if you are describing it accurately i am so for quote unquote defunding the police now what is defunding the police like is it just completely not fucking giving them any money because whatever like you know hey i'm i'm totally kind of for them being their own organization almost like you know all of us gotta fucking work hard for our shit well they can also figure out ways to fundraise and shit like that that'll be one but let's be on a real let's talk real shit right now Defund the police. If they completely get zero dollars from anybody, we're just gonna say that there. It's like yeah. a one point five billion or something like that. Or mm-hmm. I'm, I'll give you an exact number in one moment. But there's a big number of uh, funds that the obviously police get right now. Yeah. So what I see, and I'm gonna give. And I mentioned Ben and Jerry's earlier and how they are all about educating themselves. Because I'm gonna give a fucking big shout out to them in regards to what they, how mm-hmm. they're putting it. So they're not necessarily saying that defunding the police is just completely taking all of the money from them however how they explained it they use ice cream so they're taking scoops out from a main bowl um of this big pot of money right and they're funding the community with it so they're still getting money however a scoop of that goes to mental you know uh, the mental facilities Um, a scoop of that goes into um homelessness or something like that so i'm for it i wouldn't necessarily say completely fucking stop giving them money because i if i get into a car accident i gotta call somebody to come help me somebody you know and 
we ain't there yet. We ain't there where I can just call my my brother or somebody and come save my life. So, um, I mean, I'm for definitely taking a lot of the money back and putting it back into the community. Yeah. What about you guys? I I like the defund. uh, Well, when you first hear the term, you kind of be like, oh, hold on. What does that mean? And I was doing some research and some people are actually saying get rid of the whole police department. And then you got other people saying that uh, we don't need to, uh, you know, this side of the spectrum is like, we don't need to defund them because they need more training. They need more, more mm-hmm. therapy. They need, they, they saying that this stuff costs money. Uh, so how are they going to get like more training for police officers? And, you know, people are saying stuff like the police officer have uh, education and, you know, they're saying that it's going to take a large budget in order for things to improve. And then, like like you said, too, as well, uh, they're taking the funds and then relocating them to, like, mental health homelessness. Uh-huh. And I agree with that. And I don't really know everything behind the budget. So um, it's, it's I said $1.5 billion. It's not $1.5. It's $115 billion. $115 billion. Oh. Per, so the the Sacramento City budget is one point three million. The Sacramento City Police budget. Oh, sorry, this for is not this Sacramento. Year. This is the whole. I think that yeah. I was learning. Oh, okay, oh, Sacramento. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so the whole police, I think, is a hundred and fifteen billion. Okay. And then Sacramento. That's how much that, they have spent. Oh, I got Sacramento's right here. Oh, okay. yeah. What it is Sacramento? Sacramento two thousand nineteen twenty twenty budget was one point two billion. How is that for according the, to an online report? But it says that. 150 million was approved for Sacramento Police Department. Yes. And then New York has 6 billion. And Uh, all all this is is public record. And the 1.3 billion, that's the whole budget for the city, not for for law enforcement. That's for everything. Oh, like, okay. So that's everything, everything. So, So, yeah. I mean, so the thing too is like, so I, I, I like, I'm, I think we're on kind of like on the same page. Like, we're completely defunding the police. To some people, means get rid of the police because no money, no police. Um, at the end of the day, also though, if a police officer has to be hired, that means that a the police department itself is a private industry for the yeah. simple mm-hmm. fact that the last cop, the last real cop, was sworn in. I want to say like 19 something or 18 something that like a real, you know, cop, these cops now are part of an industry. Yeah. Uh, kind of like correctional officers, some correctional officers and things like that. But you also got to think of, you have to think of what happens if you get rid of police. Yes. It may work in micro societies. Yeah. Like if yes. you have a small town, that can govern itself because there there is that level of accountability where there's like 5,000 people in the town and yeah. everybody knows everybody and everybody knows that nothing. Mm-hmm. But if a crime does happen, maybe like a somebody else comes it's, and takes care of it. You because, know what I mean? And for the simple, like you said, the micro society, because it's so yeah. easy to hold that person accountable because right. there's, the town. there's 500 of us. But like, that yeah. wouldn't work. We, right. That wouldn't work in a more... Like urban Sacramento. city, Sacramento wouldn't work for the simple fact that, like, okay, Sacramento, Sacramento is the cap, one of the capitals for human trafficking. Who will take care of that? Yeah. Um. You know, car theft is one of the biggest things here. You know what I mean? It has been uh, for a long for a time. long time. So there's things that. So it goes back also to to relegating also delegating what police should be doing in the community. Yeah. They do too much. Where we also got to make it. We can't make it so judgmental towards them either because the job itself will make a good cop bad. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? That's one of the jobs that will make you go bad. And we L- kind of showed an example about right. of the psychology behind that on the last episode. On the last episode, that, which so. is extremely important when you talk yeah. we talked about the mental. Like the they not only need to learn how to deal with people with mental health, because them themselves may be dealing with PTSD. That is a mental yeah. issue. Yep. That they also need that those tools that they don't really necessarily have because the the industry itself doesn't make it okay for them to even seek that help yeah you know what i mean so with defunding the police i think it's more allocating the money where it should be allocated Mm -hmm. and prevent the um industrial military complex from donating meaning the department of defense to keep donating to use hash you know quote unquote unquote, donating because really it's not a donation because we already paid for that they're just recycling it and giving you tanks without the big guns but they're in nonetheless they're giving you tanks to deal with people are in public you know what i mean for example okay as part of funding for police doesn't that that obviously includes a swat team so Mm -hmm. that is a why do the regular officers need to have the level of weapons they have so rather than using money to police have the regular just general officer having these excessive weapons since we have a swat team that is meant for that type of shit Mm. right that take like that. allocate that money differently allocate that right. money to education so they're doing and they're the actually doing it too like i i've seen what there's programs they're there's actually pro- starting yeah. to do it like i, I yeah. see that nobody is actually disagreeing they're like hey i think that that's what we need to do and i was watching this interview with uh david brown he's a black cop it was a 2016 interview and he was saying that that people think that police are supposed to do everything. Cops are, are supposed to like solve everything, but and they're they not. Saying yep. Policing was never meant to solve everybody's problems. So the, I think the the stuff that they're saying, like actually have like a mental health team come on to come for like homelessness or somebody dealing with yeah. you know suicide. Mm-hmm. And I think that's actually pretty good because now we're changing the way that we handle things. Yeah. Here's an example though. So they are saying they want professionals that are trained in that situation to go unarmed to deal with certain things but i also say that may be a bad idea if you don't do it right so if you're having issues with your kid's mom you can ask for a police to stand by meaning they don't get involved because it's also a civil matter Mm -hmm. they're just in their car making sure nobody gets violent the moment it gets violent that's when they get involved Mm -hmm. so these people that are the experts in mental health and whatever homelessness or things or outreach they go they shouldn't go by themselves they should go with a police standby meaning that's so good i'll let you know when you can step in because again only one knows only a professional knows how far they can go and say look okay now i need you to come Mm -hmm. because with force or whatever needs to be done to take care of this because now i can't do it with words and that's what needs to happen it can't just be okay let's just send two good samaritans to deal Mm -hmm. with all these people with mental health that some of them could be violent because of unfortunate reasons Without a standby, when I can do it, when I want to do it, if I if I have a kid's mom that's not necessarily the most cooperative one, yeah. So they should be able to to have like, hey, look, you can go by yourself, but I will be right here just to make sure that everyone's safe. I do know that an option though, like I mean, it's definitely not that, but they can go. People can go to like um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Police stations and stuff right. and like exchange their children. And I think that's like this. I've heard a few people do right. that because their baby mamas right. are crazy. Right. But in this instance, <laughs> right. But in this no instance, intended, but kind of. right. But in this instance, <laughs> well, like, like say there's like a, they're dealing with somebody that maybe have mental issues and they're homeless. Hey, send the professional out there, but make sure a cop is there just to make sure uh, everything is. Yeah. As because a there's more to it. You're going to tell them it. to leave, and now right. they're fucking having a mental breakdown because yeah. they're taking all their shit. Like, right. Yes. So something might happen. Something of might happen. Mm-hmm. So I like that idea. Like even when they when they clean out the yeah. underpasses and everything, yeah. the police doesn't get involved necessarily with force. Somebody goes like the cleanup people go, hey, we're cleaning up. And if there's an issue, then then the cops get involved. Yeah. But if there's no issue, they're just sitting in their car. Yeah, that's true. So why can't that happen? So that's already happening. Yeah. We're just not allocating it to more things that can actually help the community more. Or you at know least I mean? in a widespread way yeah. across maybe the nation. Maybe it happens in local, small, yeah. micro areas yeah. or even, you know, places the size of Sacramento. Do you guys think that they kind of do it already, though? Because as for one traffic stop because your light's out, you have fucking six other cop cars in the that back? That only happens in South Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> You're accurate on that one. Yeah. That doesn't happen in East Sac. You know, what I mean? so well, well, that's another thing, right? So my my future, my future baby mama, right? Uh, um, well, Alexandra Ocasio, the I love her, love, I love her. her, her energy, man. She's I'm amazing. telling you, I she can slap. Like, okay, bit. go ahead. Like shit, go look, ahead. go ahead, boss. So somebody had asked her, like, what to her, what does it look like? And she goes, well, it's already, it's already there. Yeah. Defunding the police, it's already being done. It's just done in the suburbs, mm. like. Look at if you take a drive down Isak, right? Drive down Roseville. Ten minutes, right? Just drive around Isak for ten minutes and count how many cop cars you'll see. Then drive to South Sac and drive around for fifteen minutes and see how many cops you'll see. And not only how many cops you'll see, but how many different agency cops you'll see. You'll see sheriff, you'll see SAC P D, you'll see you see R T C H P. Do you know what I mean? Drive down Franklin Boulevard. Right. So you'll see CRC. Right. So uh, she was like, what is it called? The Los Rios. Police. Right. Los Rios. <laughs> Los Rios. So, uh, UCD police. <laughs> like, so look at it in this. And so she was like, look at it that way. Defunding the police. It's already being done, but for the only for some places. Right. Yeah. So I go and some people reproach at us. We're like, well, that's not really what's happening. Like, no, like we just want what's going on in the suburbs to happen. Yeah, everywhere, our, everywhere. everywhere else, yeah. not just in white, predominantly white affluent neighborhoods. Um, so if you're already against defunding the police or less policing presence in that sense, then you need to make that community better because the presence of police make makes yeah makes that even worse. Yeah, and let me tell you, like for example, this um this 18 year old that fucking just got killed by the mm-hmm. police, right? Um, they freaking. Shit, I lost my train of thought. You mean the security guard in yes. Gardenas? Yes, yeah. exactly. When oh, this is what I'm gonna say. So how you're saying like the the representation of the police after you just kill somebody and the family comes up and tells you, um, you know, or asks you, you know, what's going on, what's details, and you're smirking in my fucking face. Yeah, this yeah. is making me want to riot right yeah. now. You know, right. like you're you're smirking mm-hmm. and even. Yeah. The worst part about it is you're one of us and you're smirking in my face right now, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like there's shit like that. The representation of right. being genuinely wanting to help the community or being genuine yeah. in regards to what your job title is yeah. right. is big on that because you're not going to just smirk in my face right. after somebody... I mean, it goes back to last week's episode. Mm-hmm. How the, the false sense of, of authority. Uh-huh. You know yeah. what I mean? Almost that smirk of, well, right. I was entitled to do that. 
Right. I was entitled. Like, like bitch, you better start crying. Like, yeah. you deserve. That's yeah. that's F twelve. Yes, like, you know, right. that's who I'm talking about. Right. And because I've and again to 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 even put retrospect into it too is I've seen cops that after they shoot someone they go fuck. They fucking didn't expect to do that, right? I didn't or mean or, to do that. or right. they knew what they did. They right. Knew, yeah. Like this is fuck. Like fuck. Like why? Like you didn't want to kill. I get that. But then you also have those cops are like just kind of like, well, okay, he well, oh have, well, they shouldn't have done it. Like he came numb to it, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, he, so the owner of that business was like, oh, well, he was a security, he was Absolutely. working, and then of course in the comments you got the fucking idiots that go, well, he wasn't wearing a uniform. Oh well, he. Sh- Why he, the fuck did they break he, the, the cameras? Right, or and he was like exactly so that's and then why he, the fuck did that happen? That pisses me off. Right. Like, well, why not ask a question? Why are our military? men in combat trained to show more restraint than right. a police officer. Right. Absolutely. Like, well, that brings me to that point. This is real. Like, yeah. This is real yeah. talk from real people. My family is in the military, was in the military. I yeah. have plenty of people that have been in and out of the military. I have mar- no Marines that have served in war in Iraq. They do not this is their orders. Do not fire until fired upon. Yeah. And that does not mean fire. In your direction. That does not mean in your direction. That means a bullet flies past your fucking head. Yeah. yeah. That does not yeah. mean a bullet hits the chopper. Quote also that used means, in Black Hawk Now. Yep. That so does you think they should get but that, like No, but military. that's actually real terminology. It's real thing. That's real it's terminology. Real Do not yeah. fire until fired upon. And that doesn't mean a bullet hit the chopper. That means a bullet fly through that chopper at you. Yeah, so they so should get trained like the military. And a, poli- a police officer is shown to show less restraint when firing their weapon. Right. Why are they not trained like the military? I well, don't know. That's a good question. They have the same. They have That's a different saying, version. Well, they have okay. a different version of the same weapon. So here's the other thing too. AR-15 though here's the other the thing weapon. too that that there is that there is also people that become cops out of the military. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah. we can't say oh, that. Hell it, we also can't say that they some of them don't have the training. It's also the institution itself. So we can blame training. We can blame, but it's the institution itself yeah. that trains you also if, because because. The, Cops are are taught to be suspicious and to capture. That's that's their training. Yeah, suspicion and and and, and capture. So they 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 fidgety. So and yeah. then think too, the soldier they're being ordered to do mm-hmm. things. So yeah. if they're being ordered, it goes back to you get court martial if you don't follow orders. So there's more there's more uh, repercussions, repercussions in the yeah, limit yeah, yeah. in the military than there is. And like, the if you're kicked out dishonorably, you don't get your pay. You don't get that, your pay. You don't get, get all shit. those benefits that come with being serving in the military and yeah. all that. Like because you're dishonorably government, discharged. The government You've property. Been fired. Yeah. Wow. You know, so it, and that's the other thing too. Is yeah. like so if some of these people know that this would happen, but it's also the it's the institutions themselves that that create this, this kind of absorbate this kind of this kind of behavior because yeah. if you show that you you're I mean look at the cop that killed George Floyd eighteen complaints he should have been gone he should have been gone at the third one at if the that third, yeah, yeah, why why is there yeah. no three strike right you know what I mean at the third one if you if you're gonna put three strikes law on your community because I made three mistakes because that great three, that's three great, complaints against uh-huh, you grave mistakes you're yeah. gonna tell me that the person that's supposed to uphold the law and there's more responsibility on you you're gonna tell me that you can have 18 complaints does this not so say maybe. something about the chief or whoever the fuck was it in charge says of him yeah, about it the, does. Whole the institution, the whole system. The whole institution. Yeah. you're right but now I'm like what the fuck if me as the fellow officer know my, y'all are friends my chief my sergeant right. my higher up is gonna do nothing 
where is the point yeah. in me saying anything? Absolutely. Well, let me drop these facts on you. Yeah, let's get it. Please time. do, because you got notes, and I like I, I like this that. Is the, the per- so I, I was looking last night, too. I, I was like, damn, how, what's, what's our system compared to other countries? Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. says the U.S. police shoot more people dead. Hell, hell yeah. A thousand people <laughs> in 2018. Germany yeah. was 11. <laughs> Australia yeah. was eight. Sweden was six. UK was three, New Zealand was one. <laughs> Recovering Nazis do and better than we do. And these aren't countries that have; these aren't communist countries. These aren't countries that have some ridiculous no punishment laws. They're socialists. They're yeah. regular. Best. You yeah. know, they are normal, average, quote unquote, fucking countries. I know that we were fucking yeah. bad, but that's bad. It's the proof the is fuck? here. Yeah, yeah. Look, that's the why Netherlands. they're looking at us like you guys are fucking dumb. They, like, the Netherlands. The the Netherlands are closing prisons because they don't have enough people to house them. Because wow. also, instead of like if you commit a drug crime, a drug crime, they send you to rehab. They don't send you to jail. And, like some of the chiefs are saying. That, and what does that like realm back to education, education and yeah. recovery and yeah. treatment for drug addiction right. rather than yeah. punishment jail. and jail time? Right. Well, and, the uh, the one mistake that I think America made in regards to the the criminal justice system is that. They 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 privatized the jail systems to where it's like mm-hmm. it's kind of they made yep. it kind of like schools, right? If you have more students go to that school, more revenue, more revenue, money. more money they give to that school. They don't really give a shit if you go to school. They just yeah. want you to go to school because they want that money. And they don't care if you learn. And how yeah. a budget works is yeah. a certain department at the budget making time is going to say, "Hey, I need X amount of dollars next year to operate." Yeah. yeah. Well, here's it, more it inmates. It don't mean they're going to spend it on what they've said. Yeah, the government just says, "Oh yeah, okay, that that's valid. You need that. We're gonna right. allocate whatever money right. to prisons, and they yeah. spend it how they see fit." Oh, I got right. another fact for y'all. Let's get it's coming right in time. Facts so that slap. I, facts <laughs> that slap. Uh-huh. I, and then I looked up. It said that uh, America has the largest prison population and yep. incarceration rate yep. in the entire yep. world. Yep. Right. So we want that money. America just trying to get a bag. America needs children. every single thing that they're doing. But we're yeah. trying to get money. the bag. We're trying to get the money from ourselves, from, from our... the people, yeah. from the middle class, and yeah. keep us all on two ends of the spectrum. The rich stay right. rich. The poor stay poor. I mean, look at that class. judge that's serving time now for for selling black kids to the, um, uh, what do you call it, juvenile, Ju- yep. juvenile, juvenile detention center. You know, detention center. Yep. So. I mean, so the other thing, too, is like with defunding the police that people don't understand is like we're on the same side sometimes and we don't agree in certain things. But the one thing I can say, like defunding the police in the way of getting rid of rid of police completely would be a bad idea because even as society, we're not used to policing ourselves. Yeah. Like we're not used to being like just think of like your household, how you carry your household. Can you do that in a seven mile radius? Yeah. If you can't even keep your household don't expect don't don't expect that from from society you know what i mean and that's why we always say here is like change the change the space that you occupy change little by little like don't worry about how other people treat you but worry about how you treat other people and that'll eventually trickle down like that's like real trickle down economics right socially right so you go hey grassroots right there grassroots like start that way and then it'll change and then you can say hey i want to police myself because look what we can do yeah but if we can't even keep our own house, then what are we screaming for? 
You, you know what I mean? Do you think that because uh, there there a lot of people are afraid that if they do the defunding, that the crime rate is going to increase. But like you saying, if we if do, it's allocated in the right places, yeah, it won't. if it's in the right yeah. places, it'll actually decrease. Do right. y'all? What do y'all think about that? Do you think crime rate will, will it increase? I think it might, but I feel like we have to practice. Like practice, you gotta matrix. practice. It, nothing's gonna go right away of us saying, "Hey, let's put well, it out there. Let's change. everything's gonna go straight." Fucking change right. doesn't like, come seamlessly. Yeah. So. Right. You know, if there is struggle, there is struggle. But right. at the same, like you said, Mario, like if the monies are, because bottom line, you're still entrusting a system to put the money where they say they're allocating it. So yeah. right. that goes back to us still going in and actually voting for the measures and the propositions and things like right. that, which are say, saying where the money is going to go or yeah. should yeah. we go. I mean, it's almost like saying like you got to care. Before the moment and past the moment. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the moment is the moment. Live in it, enjoy it, be a part of it. But again, don't be. Did you do the work? Yep. Right. Don't like don't be naive to the the past. Right. And or what the system will do and mm-hmm. can do in the future if yeah. we let it. Right. And so I mean, again, it's like I I don't necessarily think it'll rise in the way that that we think it is. No. I think. I think it, again, if we allocate, if they allocate the money where it should be, like like outreach and actually, like every cop should think of their job of outreach, as opposed to like let me go see who's doing something bad, because yes. you, you know what I'm saying. Yes. So every like again, like we have one or two, three cops here in in Sacramento that are outreach cops. Yeah. Like that's what they do. They go to events. That's what they do. But what if every cop was trained to be an outreach mm-hmm. cop first? First, mm-hmm. like hey, I agree. first thing should be yeah. help. Secondary is okay. Shit. All right. Like, shit's going down. Let me react to all this. All you are is an outreach cop for the first two years. Right. That's all. That's you it. Do. Deal with yeah. your community. Get to yeah. know your community. That's all you do. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I love it. Get to know the people. Like you know. And you know it, what? Even like the school, the the police that go to the high schools. Mm-hmm. I know that. So in El Grove. And by the have, way, that's a contract too. That's a contract too. But listen, I think that's so important. I do because that is for us at least or for me it was one of those it's a time in my life where you as a police and you know a teenager can kind of get acquainted in a positive manner so if those cops for example Mm -hmm. if all cops get started off as maybe a high school police they're gonna have more compassion for you know the people that they're working with because it's students that they're working with at first i will say mid-90s rancho the police on our campus were not there for that the police on our camp, the real sheriff were on our campus to police us. Oh, is yeah. that right? They, they were actually there to keep peace. So, of course, there is. Yeah. We only had so, one. However, the maybe it's just the actual police officer there, and that yeah. speaks wonders as well, well yeah. because she got it was really personal for the connections that she made. And so, even with the children that were um, ditching, she was going to pick them up herself and yeah. put them in the car and bring them back Basically, to the school. Basically, it you know? was the po in the po car in the middle of campus. Oh, damn! Like, part the po car parked in inside yeah. the center of campus, sitting there. Yeah. With the Poe in the car. Right. So uh, I'll Sac tell you. Sac County, Sac County I'll, Sheriff. I'll tell you a story uh, between the difference just, of, of resource yeah. cops, different. right? So <laughs> when I was younger, I was, you know, I wasn't the best of students. You know what I mean? Wow. So I had, you know, so someone's, so I gave a BB gun to someone, you know. Wait, how old was you? I was like 16. Okay. No, 15. Old 15. enough to know better. Old enough to know better. So I brought a BB gun to school, Dang. right? But because we was going to go out to Crocker, you know, yeah. shoot it. 
So I wasn't going to go back home and then go up and whatever. Gonna, yeah. We are going to go to the park and shoot it. So yeah. We ain't trying to shoot nobody. Yeah. And so this dude was like, he's doing something. He goes, like, oh, let me see. And I go, yeah, I'll let him see it. And he goes, oh, hey, like, can I? I forgot this, the specifics of it, but he ended up walking away with it. With the gun. Yeah. With, the, with the gun in his thing. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I went to class, but somebody snitched him out because they saw it and they thought it was a real gun. Yeah, it look, they look like real guns. Some that the gun looks yeah. that hey, gun look real. It was all it was all metal. Yep. Don't bring no But his little sucker ass went and said, "Oh, it's Mario's." Oh. So the so and so, and so and so here's the thing that happened, right? Yeah. Which is the difference in the times. So the dean walked in. He goes, "Hey, Mr. Harrington, I remember his name." He walked dean. up. He was like six seven. He was like, "Hey, Mario, can you come?" And I was like, "Oh fuck, okay." So I walk out. As soon as I walk out. The cop goes, hey, I just need you to face the locker, put your hands up, right? Oh, shit. I was like, oh, shit, well, I'm going to jail, right? Man. And then they were like, oh. And then they finally got the plant, the, the fucking the gun, and they were like, oh, it's it's just a BB gun. Yeah. But the guns weren't, their guns weren't drawn. They, they didn't know, they didn't know, they didn't know the place of where the gun was. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it, the guns on their part weren't drawn. You know what I mean? So... I also it also depends on how the cops are, Absolutely. you know, and depends on who you're dealing with. So that's yeah. why, like, I'm not I'm not the first one to go fuck the police because I know I've had bad experiences with cops. Yeah. In my later life that all of them have been bad. But in my younger years, I mean, I've run away from cops about more than 10 times. Yeah. Like, I mean, ran from them. Like, right, told him right. to, you know, fuck off, I'm out. I mean, I was playing soccer at the time, brother. It was not catching me. So the yeah, guy, they'll, they'll really be. They didn't even care. They didn't even care. They'll be like, oh, we'll see you tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'll be like, well, I'm running tomorrow, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it, it was almost like a report. You yes. know what I mean? We had a report. And then whether it was a negative or a bad one, but that's what I would say is like, let them know your name. So they you know weren't I mean? using force. They, they weren't using force, force like that because they knew me as a person. Whether I was doing dumb shit or, or good yeah. shit, they knew, well, he plays soccer, he does this, and he always he dancing on stage. He really cause trouble. Yeah. He yeah. just does mischief shit. Though. Yeah. Like, you know, they knew me as a person. Yeah. So that's the importance of the resource uh, officer at the schools. It just depends. You got to be right with the right person, with Absolutely. the person you put in there. You Absolutely. Know what I mean? and, I, and I'm similar story real fast. It, I yeah. was totally with the wrong crowd. Like I, all my friends in high school were like gangbangers, mm-hmm. and I they all and I totally wasn't. And I was yeah. always like, yeah. thankfully they looked after me. Like they, you know, they shit was popping off. They like sent me home because no, Monty yeah. ain't about to be around here. What the yeah. fuck, you know? So she gonna call the cops? So, nah, yeah, yeah. no, nah, they just thankfully they just respect me in a way where they knew I wasn't about that right. life, so they never did yeah, that. You know, actually, yeah. so. <laughs> But like seriously though, yeah. like the, we're like, nah, actually you you gotta you go don't or like need to come I've, today. Yeah, like, I've gotten yeah. yelled at several times by my boys yep. because they're like I always say as my brothers, you know, because they Same were here. the ones that yeah. like, What the fuck are you still doing here? Get the yeah. hell out of here, you know? Yeah. Like get your get your ass out. What yeah. are you trying? I'm trying to be nosy. Yeah. Okay, go. Like you're yeah. not down. So anyway, long story short, everybody, the police officer that was there, the sheriff that was there, the you know, security guards from the high school, they all knew that. They all yeah. knew that I wasn't about this. Yeah. So there was I had a dumbass dude uh, ex-boyfriend that went into the bathroom you know and, and trying to be nice and wrote i love maudie graffitied i love maudie on the <sighs> whole fucking bathroom yeah, right we're, we're. so Damn, if you had a placard on yo, you girl listen dog 
the security guards came out, you know, the sheriff came out, they were like, pulled me out of class and was like, hey, like, what's up? What, what's going on? Mind you, I Wait, wa- why they pull you out though? Because they knew is. it was me. Oh, they, they thought knew you might have did it too. No, they absolutely did not think that I did it, but they yeah. were trying to get me to say that, hey, he did it, you know? Oh, so gotcha. if they would have said, hey, he did it and had proof, then okay, then that's what it yeah. was. So they were basically like, dude, you're boyfriend is freaking not doing the smartest shit right now and i know it's cute and shit you know he was like but this is not what's happening like did you who did it and i'm like i don't know i was in class like you guys obviously know it wasn't me so you know take whatever but because they had that connection with me and because i wasn't i'm not always like like there's a police that's fucking walking past me you know like that's not the case yeah yeah there i'm human and there are times that i do find myself having a little fucking ugly you know look (laughs) going to them you know but i try (laughs) to make myself understand that yeah i'm not doing anything if i'm holding myself and presenting myself well and really you know doing things that i'm should be scared about then yeah you know it is what it is i have to call the police when i get into a car accident um actually yesterday i was driving on the freeway with santana there was a there badass car accident and got to call the cops i bro i, I didn't yeah. know if somebody wasn't really hurt in the car you know so mm-hmm. as we we're driving by like yeah i was like i'm gonna call 911 and then i looked at santana and was like oh shit you know we just called 911 we were shit just talking about real. the other day how long yeah. how many times we called 911 and that's right. a good. That was a good one. That's so a good one right there. Sounds, so, are different. Yeah. For sure. Same story. If that were to occur when I was going to high school, nobody would have got pulled out of class for that. Maintenance would have came and just fucking painted, painted over, over it. Wait for it to happen yeah. again. Come paint over. Oh, nobody yeah. would got pulled out of class. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, no, uh, you're. It's like that, I think that it had to happen a couple times during yeah. school. Like, <laughs> I think it maybe has to do also with kind of like how how everything's magnified nowadays. Yeah. Where media. where the outlook on crime is. It's tougher, and it's we're more critical, right? Yeah. Even yeah. as a whole, where it's like, oh, well, fuck that, fuck that. The cops didn't do this. The cops didn't do that, and they did that, and they did this. Right. So it's kind of like we're playing ping pong. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Yeah. Until somebody slaps. But yeah. I like you know what, what I mean? you said about the social media, because, or just how it's magnified. Because back in the day, too, when I'm from the South, and I had a lot of you know racist uh, encounters with cops. But for the most part, like I got caught. You know, We was rolling up one time, smoking weed in the cul-de-sac. And cops uh, pulled up, but they didn't use force. They actually called our parents because <laughs> yeah. that was actually worse than right. getting Same. taken to jail, you know? Because when your mom come out there, like, why y'all here got me looking like an unfit mother? <laughs> and some people was getting whoopings right in front yeah. of the cops, you know? Oh, but yeah. I think now that social media has magnified and, and changed the narrative of things, yeah. people are on edge, you know? Yeah. Well, Regardless. And I think it just it's able to prove things that have been going on for a long time. It's like, right. It's like, Oh wait, we have all this social medias and it's all of a right. sudden being shown. And this is right. the new things that are happening. Yeah. Well, also the opinions are magnified because yeah. look like this, like if there's a fight, right. If there's a boxing fight and then the referee fucking there's they break and then the referee goes and, and hits the boxer, everyone's going to be upset because he's not supposed to do that. So that's what's happening to cops. Mm-hmm. Like you're not supposed to sit here and kill motherfuckers. You're supposed to protect motherfuckers. So that's why the the civil unrest happens and is magnified because you're just not supposed to be doing that. Not to say that the reaction is wrong, but what I'm saying is the the opinion and how we uphold, how we hold, even if we say fuck the police, we still hold them at a higher uh, uh, respect level because... Us saying fuck the police is saying we're critical of you because you're up here. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So criticism and being critical is also a kind of like a subconscious level of giving that person authority because we're we're letting them, you know, 
use their authority for us to create an opinion. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? So defunding the police, I I mean I could I I think we all agree that that's necessarily we we say we're saying get rid of police completely. We just think that we need to make their jobs a lot simpler, yeah. a lot more straightforward, mm-hmm. and the training has to be completely different. And again, like we say, like all cops should be outreach cops. Like you yeah. see all the stories of cops that like pull over a mom without a car seat, and instead of yeah. making her life a lot worse, they yeah. go and buy her a car seat, go buy her shoes or food. Or so those are the cops we need, not obscure. You know what I mean? We yeah. need to bring those guys up more to the front and be like, this is what really policing the community is all about. Yeah. You know what I mean? I so agree. it's gonna yeah. happen. It's gonna I happen. Really it's, it's, it's little by little. Yeah. I think it's different now. It's different now. It's it it's happening. I think everyone's getting the NFL's now more gung ho about it. You know what I'm saying? Um like again, the institutions have to get involved in more of doing the work. You know I what agree. I mean? So yeah, that's pretty dope. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, we woke up in a dirty room. That's it. That's what America did. We woke yeah. up in a dirty room. Woke up in a like, dirty room, and now we're a lot we're, of trash. We kept, yeah. we kept we pro- procrastinating. Right now, it. yeah. Right now, we're just finding ants and shit. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, like right now, we're just finding the right playlist, and yeah. then we're gonna get into picking up little by little, and then we're, we're gonna to organize that playlist. Right, and then we're gonna organize, and then we're gonna be like, okay, here's execution. You know what I mean? So. It's it's gonna take a lot of planning, a lot of pain, a lot of rebuilds, a so, lot of leadership, a lot of leadership. Yeah, I'm proud of the young generations for using. Oh yeah, y'all see what I'm they so did proud. to the Trump rally, right? Yeah. So the K-pop kids and TikTok kids and all the youngsters <laughs> reserved a bu- a hun- hundreds of tickets to where it looked empty in that motherfucker. Wait, wait, it was. Wait, wait, did wait, you see? Wait, I- wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. So the the rally that Trump was in like, there's a million and Juneteenth. There yeah. was a million things. Was, it's gonna be packed yeah. out. Nobody wins. He couldn't even will. fill nineteen thousand seats. No, it wasn't even. It wasn't even half full. Uh, you know what? It's very. It, it does. So I have a couple friends that you know are like for Trump or whatever the fuck that means. So they were actually talking about like, oh yeah, it's going to be the best, you know, da 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 mm-hmm. it, It's very unfortunate that I have to feel like, haha, bitch. Like, yeah. you know, in a, in a good way because those uh, are my friends. I call, yeah. I call my friends bitches. But, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, haha. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I call you know? him a hoe. Yeah, so all so the time. It's like, yeah. haha, you know, like, come on. I'm not even like, a hoe. Yeah, stop. <laughs> like, let's be real. If I feel like people who are really still for it are just kind of blind to like, what? Yeah. And it just says wonders and I, it's hard to not feel some type of way about so, you, like so. Right being now, bored. yeah. Right <laughs> now, the GOP is freaking out because they're freaking out of a Democratic takeover because his ratings are so low. Yeah, they're double, not even his own digit base. low. Yeah, like but double digit low behind. Yeah. Behind, so they're where someone that won supposedly, like he said, he won so high, right? So high, supposedly. Now it's down here because, again, like, look at the young people are stepping in. Yeah. You know, K-pop isn't even from here. Yeah. It's from Korea, bro. <laughs> yeah. Amazing, like, man. these dudes said, okay, this was going to happen. They're the ones that started yeah, it. all of their, like, Oh, yeah. Their whole, all these young kids are, like, saying, okay. And one lady was saying, one lady said, like, yeah, like, my daughter bought, like, 30 tickets. And then this one lady goes, well, it's not only young people. She's like, I'm 60 and I bought 300 tickets. <laughs> wow. Yo. But. <laughs> on the topic I of the rally, though, look. did y'all hear six of the people that worked on that Tulsa event have tested positive for yep. COVID? So maybe Trump will get it. Six of his staff was... members yeah. have tested positive that worked yeah. on that event. Did you guys hear about the, um, this is a hollow topic, but the uh, Dixon 
pastor or priest or whatever that oh, fucking had they Our had Dixon? Rona. Yes, they had Rona, yep. and he tested positive for Rona and opened up the churches for everybody. And oh damn, and it was on him. I think they were gonna like try to do some charges and shit because that's terrorist. That's it's, that's um, yeah. It's kind of like them, the right? it's, like, well, it's an yeah. it's yeah. an assault, right? Because like I mean, when AIDS was happening, there was a guy that was going around with needles. They he went and he went to jail. Yeah, and also uh, domestic terrorism is what something it is. Even like that. Further about that, so say you uh, you're gonna have sex with somebody and you ask them if they have AIDS and they knowingly tell you no, knowing it that they that can be charged right? with manslaughter. Yeah, <sighs> because they killer. could yep. they could potentially die. Yeah, you're attempted manslaughter. Yep. Attempted yeah. manslaughter. Yep. Yeah. Well, closing out the show now because we're I, know, I think damn, we're we, almost we going di- on. We diverse. Well, we got, I know. Sorry, y'all. But you know, we had a. Gonna that was a good show. One, yeah, yeah, it was a great show. I'm like, how long we've been talking for? Like two Almost hours? Almost two hours. <laughs> yeah. um, so we're going to close the show with this. We, I think we just got to do the work before, in the moment, and then after. Don't let this shit die down. Keep that same energy. Us, at least here on this table, we agree that getting rid of the police completely doesn't make sense because if you get into a car accident, you need them for the a police report so the insurance can pay you out for your total <laughs> car. Man. Simple as that. So yep. don't, don't get caught up in the moment either. Um, also, you know, we got an Instagram and it's we are Sacramento 916. <laughs> it was me, right? It was funny, <laughs> but he went, but now, but look, you went, look, I'm confused. Let me tell you what just happened. <laughs> Remember uh, last time you was like, Ryan, you need to say that with some more. Oh, I was so ready. I just said, no, that's it. He was like, this is mine. Now what's it? All right. I'll well, do his. I'll do his. Go. I'll do it well, in, that, no, no, in that case, you know, we also got a, um, uh, no, wait, see, that's fucking everything. <laughs> I'm, so I'm fucking confused. I'm fucking confused. But you know what? I appreciate that energy. Hey, Keep that I'm energy. Right. You know what? We're going to do it again. And we got an Instagram. And it's, we are a Sacramento. 916. I'll just laugh. And then. And then you know we got an email, and it's we are Sacramento. What an IT. And you know we got a uh, <laughs> a website. <laughs> you know we got a website, and it's we are Sacramento. Now I want to see it. Dot com, and we are Sacramento. Sacramento.